A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I had something very funny happen this week. Okay, do tell. It's a little bit, well, I don't know that I'd say naughty. (laughs) My daughter was a little naughty, but unintentionally. And that's what makes it funny. Uh If she had meant this, it would not be funny at all. Right. Anyway, they all got phones. All the kids finally have phones. Okay. And uh, there was some deal or something. So Mm -hmm. now they've all got little phones. And so Hannah, my youngest, texts like crazy. Okay. And she loves to send, what are they called? I don't even know how the pronunciation is. GIF or GIF? I think it's GIF. I have no idea. GIFs. The little moving pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she sends those. And one of her favorites is Mr. Bean. Okay. Yeah. You know, the British guy, Rowan Atkinson. Yes. And she says- He is very funny. Very funny and very- visually funny yes you don't have to hear anything to even be just his face exactly so she sends all of these to all of us well she found a new one and sent it to my my son andrew Mm -hmm. just for fun yeah and he instantly recognized it for what it was (laughs) mr bean is riding in a car it's from a movie Uh and he is using one of his fingers I'm guessing an inappropriate yes to gesture towards everybody Uh because in the movie he thought it was waving Okay. He, he didn't yeah, understand yeah. the the concept of what that meant. And she meant. didn't clue into that. She didn't know. She yeah. thought he was waving as well. <laughs> so Andrew's sitting in wherever he's at, and all of a sudden this picture comes through with that. So he texts her right away, what are you doing? She said, waving. He said, with uh, one finger. <laughs> then she looked at it, and she sent a whole bunch of I'm sorry's and deleted uh-huh. it. But I thought that, that was funny. That is funny. I'm glad it was just to Andrew that yeah. she sent that. Oh, yeah. The dangers... Of the dangers of, of cell phones and technology. Oh, well, honestly, there are plenty of dangers, but yeah. I try to not think well, about not, them. Not dwell on them. <laughs> we talk about them and make sure everybody's yeah, we making good decisions as best I can. Right. And then I just got to move on. Yeah, well, it happens. Yeah. She also yeah. FaceTimes everybody in the house from the house. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what's the deal today? Uh, today we are going to cover a project that we've actually been working on for the upcoming color and design event. Actually, you've been working on it. Um, we went to an antique place and saw a really cool old carousel horse, but it was way expensive and it needed a lot of work. And we actually came up with an idea to make one that's a whole lot less expensive. So exactly. we'll go through that project. We're going to talk about that because it's a lot of fun and there's yeah. a lot we can draw from that. Mm-hmm. We're also going to be in the studio with Sue Prins and Ginger Herman from Sue Prins Five Star Real Estate Leader mm-hmm. Group. There's a group in there somewhere. <laughs> I know I butchered it. I butchered it in the interview, too, so don't worry about it. Yes. Anyway, we're going to be talking about the whole mid-century modern movement. Yeah, it's really popular right now. And before we're going to talk about all that stuff, I want to talk about a phone call that I had last week at the end of the week. Um, I think this is funny because Betsy gets the good phone calls. (laughs) I get the emails and, see, and letters that are sadder. You always tell people to like email me or call with <laughs> yeah. really rude things or yeah. mean things. I mean, I've but been I to you. say it out of fun. Yes, that is true. I'll give there you are people that. who are going to believe that I just I want them to send mean <laughs> things to you. I don't. Right. It's a joke. Yes. Um. So Terry in Florida. In called. Florida. Yeah. We Terry have listens in one Florida. One listener in Florida. Maybe there's more. Maybe Terry has friends. 
I'm sure Terry has friends. Well, she maybe she nice. has friends who listen. Yeah, she is very nice. She's a very sweet lady. And she was calling because she heard the segment we did a few weeks ago with the Holland Fire Marshal, all about fire, fire safety. Fire Marshal Brent. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brett is correct. Um, she was listening and it got her mind thinking. And she just called to let me know how much she enjoyed the segment, but also about some of her plans to be very proactive in mm-hmm. her community. She set up a um, meeting with her local fire marshal or fire chief to go over some of the things that we covered. She also set up meetings to meet with some of the homeowners associations in her area and some insurance companies and things like that because she felt like she wanted to spread the word on some of the things that we covered because they are important and they're different than the, as she puts it, traditional stop, drop, and roll, which everybody knows. These are different things that get you thinking. Well, and it was so interesting to us because, honestly, I was raising the question before we even aired that interview, before we Mm -hmm. even did the interview, that, you know, we've talked about fire safety before. I don't want to bore people with it. Right. And maybe, I mean, I'm sure there's still plenty of people who... Oh, heard that before, heard that before. Right. But just to know Mm -hmm. that there's always new information to to draw from some of this and to know other people are grabbing some of that and actually moving on it is really interesting. Yeah, it just it struck me because she's being proactive in her community. And I think that's a really important thing. Well, she mentioned in a conversation with you that she had been in a fire. Yes, she's been in one previously. So Mm -hmm. it all makes sense to her, the terror and the complete confusion of the moment. One of the things she pointed out that... She had never thought about, from what you were telling me, mm-hmm. was the whole furniture in the living room. Yeah. Having, you know, all yep. the different furniture that looks great, mm-hmm. but in a fire, does that hamper your meth- your, your route Escape to route. get out? Yep. And right. she said when she was in that fire and the smoke filled up, everything changes. Right. Well, it, this whole conversation got me thinking about being proactive in things. I know another person who started a community garden. There was a house next door that you know, was kind of falling apart and the city was probably going to tear it down anyway. And so she petitioned them to give her this plot of land to start a community garden. And it has grown and it's just amazing. So yeah, you've brought pictures and yeah, it is absolutely phenomenal. So there's something about being proactive in your community and going out there and trying new things. It can be anything really Um, yeah the whole proactive reactive thing that's always it's it's big buzzwords and stuff like that but the concept that makes a lot of sense you don't want to be sitting here right yeah you don't want to be reacting to a situation if you can do some stuff ahead of time Mm -hmm. to plan when it comes to the fires talk to kids talk to your family talk to your elderly parents Mm -hmm. and things like that mom and dad i'm not trying to imply that (laughs) you're elderly but you know the truth is we're all getting older. Right. Anyway, talk to those people, but also bring it home to your own place. Yeah. And it's not just about fire safety or safety in general or community gardens. It's not gardens. just about smoke detectors. It's everything. The furnaces. Every fall, mm-hmm. we talk about all the things that we need to do to get our furnace ready or to get our air conditioner ready for, you know, shutting that right. down for the yeah. season and closing it up. You know, getting your lawnmowers emptied mm-hmm. of the gasoline and stuff like right. that. And a lot of the times, I think, it, there's just so much of that out there. It's on every website, and it's right. on Facebook all over the yeah. place, and we tend to just tune it out. Right. Don't do that. A lot of those things, you know, yeah, you can get by. Right. And maybe not have a problem. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be people out there who run into issues because they didn't tackle some of these little projects now. Do it while it's on your time. Change those filters now. You know, get the gas out of the mower when it's time. Clean out your dryer 
that's another thing that I yeah, was thinking about. Get the clothes about. out and fold them, children, and put them away. Don't just put <laughs> no, them in baskets. That's I'm not talking, what talking about, about cleaning the lint out of your dryer. It's fire safety month. You were talking about furnaces and filters ah, and things sense. like that. Got me thinking about dryers. It yeah. was just, you know how we roll. <laughs> Bottom line, don't just tune out some of these things that we hear so much about all the time. Right. If we're hearing a lot about them, chances are there's, there's a lot of truth behind yeah. what the message is. Embrace what you can. Get some right. of it done. And then when you've done it, let us know, because we want to hear all about it, just like we heard all about Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, after a quick break, we are going to be in the studio with Sue Prinz and Ginger Herman talking about the mid-century modern movement, because, folks, it is coming back. That's after a break. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. We are. And I am nursing a bruised knee. Well, Betsy, would you care to if you let everybody didn't know? Get smart mouth, then you wouldn't be nursing a bruised knee. Yeah, I got smart during the break uh-huh. and. Yeah, I had no idea your little leg would reach that far. Yeah, and that's exactly what got you in trouble. You said something about my stubby little leg, yet it still reached I, where yours were. I thought I was going to be okay, but she caught me right Sometimes in the Sometimes you're not brilliant. Yeah, you can send your hate mail to Betsy. Well, at... I want to point out that there were two witnesses to all of that. Uh, that's true. I forgot. Yeah, Sue and you're right here. I and Ginger Herman were sitting here, and they caught the entire thing. So yeah. now when you say, oh, I didn't I deserve it, blah, I blah, blah. It. Did Guess I deserve what? it? It. You did. Sue I to admit. and Ginger yeah. both agree. See? I deserved it. Yeah. It was a good kick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was right on target. And that was a blind kick, I'd it like was. to point out. It was. Yeah. So, moving on. Well, yeah. So, Sue Prins and Ginger Herman from Sue Prins Five Star Realty. There's one more word. <laughs> Five Star Real Estate Leaders. Leaders. Yeah. You no, got you it. You were close. I was yeah, really close, it. though, wasn't yeah, I? It's a mouthful. Super yeah. Prince Group Five Star Real Estate Leaders say that five yeah, times. Yeah, she did fast. it better oh, than I did. We're but. just going to start letting you say it when you come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can do That's that. That's way easier. Sue and Ginger from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cue music. Um, no, Sue and Ginger have stopped by because. There's something really cool. Well, I think it's kind of cool right now. We always talk about how trends come back. They leave and then you see them reappear. You know, mm-hmm. it happens in clothing and things like that all the time. But there's actually a movement in homes and trends with decor that is doing that. And that's why Sue and Ginger are here. And I believe it's mid-century modern, isn't it? Oh, yes. Uh huh. We're bringing back the childhood <laughs> of... Many of our listeners, I am guessing, because a lot of people have lived through this. I did not. Did you live? You know, you were borderline. Well, what, 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 come on. Don't just, let, you asked me a question. I would like to answer it. Okay. Ask the question again. <laughs> Good grief. Did I live when? Through mid-century modern. You what were time? At the Give tail me a time end. period. Until about the mid-60s. You were just oh. after that. But yeah. maybe it was, was still in your house. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. It's still in the house. <laughs> Oh, so Mom you never doesn't left. move on. She just settles in. No. Well, that means she's back in style. Then. <laughs> she, everything <laughs> yeah. comes around. That's what my mom right. says. She goes, I'll just keep it until it comes back in style. Yeah. Eventually it'll happen. So tell us so about this much. movement, ladies. I, it's an exciting movement, although it conjures up for me very different feelings than it does for my daughter, Ginger, because I did grow up in that mm-hmm. era. And so now that it's coming back, I have different feelings about it because mm-hmm. I have those childhood memories that attach to it. So for me, it you know, when, when we're talking about things of the old, I have those old feelings. For Ginger, it's 
new feelings. It's like, oh, this is new and fresh and exciting. Do you agree with me, Jen? Oh, yeah. It's fun and exciting. And it's not just furniture or stylings at antique shops. They're now re- like making new furniture to look mid-century modern. Mm-hmm. So to us, it is a whole different aspect because we're getting new items, mm-hmm. not just at you know antique stores. Mm-hmm. When Ginger first mentioned that you had just built your house and she mentioned that she she was thinking about brass, a brass faucet. Mm-hmm. And at that time when you were building, I was like, oh my gosh, no way. Why, w- <laughs> why would you ever want to put a brass faucet in your house? Right. Well, now I get it because now, you know, we're seeing more of it and now I actually like it. And right. especially the new, more brushed, for me, I like the more brushed brass look. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit softer. Yeah. It is a yeah. little bit different than the mid-century mire or even like that 80s brass. It is yeah. a little bit different. They made it. They made it nicer somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I will agree with you there. Now, isn't there a TV show that is kind of like this? It's like the Brady Bunch TV show with the house and all that stuff. You're talking about the Property Brothers, right? right. Yes. It's an HGTV. How they redid yeah. the house to look exactly like the Brady Bunch house. Right. Yes. And it was yes. really interesting because the yeah. house from the Brady Bunch apparently wasn't... It wasn't the house that the show was filmed in, mm-hmm. if I understand right. It was just a house that they took a picture of, and they actually filmed on a stage. Right. Mm-hmm. So they got this house. It went up for sale or something, and HGTV, mm-hmm. I think, bought it. Yeah. And then they actually turned the house into an actual house that mimics the stage, the set yeah. of right. the yeah. Brady Bunch. It was a crazy renovation because it, it involved something in every room and moving walls and and uh, taking out walls. And, yeah, I mean, they had a... They had to change everything about it. Did they just basically gut that house basically, and yes. leave just the outside? Basically, yes. Oh. Yeah. I can... Okay. I mean, there wasn't even a stairway there in that house that they purchased. In the original Not, one. You know, the, the iconic stairway right. where you see all right. the Brady's lined up. There wasn't even... That stairway wasn't even there. So, yeah. You'll have to pull up a rerun and take a look at it because it's it is amazing what they did to it oh but some of it like alice's bedroom you never mm-hmm. really saw maybe i think you saw her bedroom but you didn't see her bathroom so like right. those things they just maybe changed the wallpaper i remember they took the wallpaper down and mm-hmm. but they did save a little section of it and they put it in some frames but anyways it right. was a really cool show and i'm sure it was hugely popular because of this new movement and I say new, but actually it's been going on a lot longer than what it has here in West Michigan. Yeah. Because we noticed, I just got back from a trip out west in the Colorado area, and we noticed that mid-century movement has been going on there. It's more of ranch, um, how shall I say, a little bit more log ranch style, mm-hmm. um, you know, the country ranch style. But definitely the mono roofs and um, the just the cleaner lines, mm-hmm. uh, and that's been going on all you know, a long time out west. It's just like clothing, you know, it starts right. usually the fashion yeah. starts there and moves this way. So mm-hmm. for West Michigan, it's newer, but I, I got to be honest and say it's been going on a long time. So where are you seeing it? I mean, not not locale, but you're selling houses. You're helping people get their houses ready to sell. Are you seeing this across the board or is this just a handful of people now that are starting to implement some of these items? And, and what are you seeing it in? Is it just furniture? Is it colors? You talked about brass, brass. hardware and stuff. Mm-hmm. What other areas do you see it? I would say it's not 
an entire house, but there are definitely pieces of each house that somehow show mid-century modern. Whether people know that they're even putting it into their house, because they see it all over at these stores, and so they'll implement it into their house, not even realizing that it's the mid-century modern. But just walking up to the house, we see it a lot on like these new front doors that are big are very the style from the 60s. They have maybe like the one or two black windows, you know, up at the top or kind of mm-hmm. all the way down. Upsetting, and yeah. it's always like a funky color and for a while it was you know doors were only like gray white black or blue and now people are implementing these funky colors back in these kind of like like your studio yeah we drove up and i went hell mid-century modern right there (laughs) the front door we wanted to fit in (laughs) a green front door it's very cool yeah kind of a a really it's olivey kind of a green yeah it's like a cross between I only see it in the very early morning and then <laughs> when we, it's dark and night when I leave. So <laughs> it's I don't either really bright know. green or dark green right. yeah. yeah. well you've joined the movement whether you know there it you or go. not see, I'm Sweet. one of those people uh, I'm just yeah. that cool that I don't even have to try and I'm cool uh, don't you think no yeah. No, I don't. You're going to get another kick in the I know. I, I probably <laughs> yes. will. I should be careful. But when I was little in, well, I was always little. When I was younger in elementary school, mom bought me. She comes back from the mission store. Oh, I love this story. And I, yeah, she's got these pants, jeans. Oh, Dan, here's some, Danny, here's some jeans for you to wear to school tomorrow. And I looked at them. And I said, "What in the world is wrong with them? They flare like so crazy at the bottom." I've never. She said, "Oh, they're bell bottoms. They're cool. They're cool." Now this was. This Late seventies, yeah. <laughs> early eighties. Who wears them? You but I, <laughs> I didn't know any better. I think I don't know if she did, but she crammed me into this, and I wore them to school, and I will never forget that day because the whole day I was walking to school thinking this is weird. I can't see my feet. It's just they're <laughs> gone. They're wrapped in fabric. It's like I'm wearing a dress. And I get to school and I'm walking through the hall, and everybody is stopping to look. I mean, I could almost hear the disco music going in my head as I'm strutting down the hallway. Everybody thought it was the craziest thing. Right. I'm just waiting for him to be carrying a paint can down the school hallway, John Travolta. But if I had kept those, I would be popular. Or I mean, I'm never going to be popular. I would be in style. You would. Right? Yeah. So my decor, I just naturally happened to fall into it. I'm just that good is what I'm saying. Uh Right? Mid-century modern, like my bell bottoms. Right. Well, that's not mid-century modern. I know. That's no. disco. That's right. Disco. And that's not coming movement. back, right? I should hope not. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. haven't well, seen we it can't say that yet. because I never thought mid-century would come back in here. It is, I have but, seen some bell bottoms. Yeah. I will I will clue you in. I have seen some very flared legs on pants. So you never know. Never know. It might be back. Now, Sue and Ginger, I want to dig into a little bit more about this mid-century modern thing. Can you hang with us over a quick break and we'll pick it up on the other side? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in the studio with Sue and Ginger and Danny Boy over there. After a quick break, stay tuned. You know I'm going to play disco as we go, right? Yeah. Everybody's saying. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco-like Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 106.9 FM. Well, Betsy, mm-hmm. we're back and we're talking mid-century modern. Yes. And how that's starting. We're, we're starting to see it everywhere. You know, yeah, we've seen little it bits in, and pieces here. We were at a furniture store not too long ago and everything 
yeah it was mid-century modern i remember that we walked you had in to point it out to me <laughs> and you said look and i said it's like brady bunch and you said mid-century modern is the right way to say that <laughs> so i've tried to be more intelligent but then when i talked about my bell bottoms yeah I that's true danny exposed my ignorance <laughs> once again but anyway yes. we're in the studio with ginger herman and Sue Prins, Sue Prins and Ginger Herman. Do you guys care who I say first? No. I should have said yeah. Sue first. Well, should Sue I? might care, but I don't Ginger. care. Ginger doesn't care. <laughs> Ginger's like, whatever. <laughs> From Sue Prins, five star real estate leader. Oh, you got, got it. it. I got it. Well done. Ooh, well, and your office job. is based where? In Jenison. In Jenison. Mm-hmm. You help people sell homes, obviously. You do all that stuff. You help them get their house ready. Mm-hmm. You guys help them stage things, yep. I think. We yep. talked about on a previous segment once before. Yep. Really, you'll get... You'll help them we'll get wherever they want to go. Need. Yeah, whatever they need. <laughs> you'll deck their house out in mid-century modern oh, stuff. Oh, yes. sure can. You're not going to paint it, are you? Well, Maybe is that yeah. where you draw the line? Oh. We've oh, they'll painted paint houses. Wow. We've painted houses. We've <laughs> yeah. gotten paintbrushes in our hands. From our us, clients. right? You've yes. bought all the... Oh, of course they of course have. They have. Of course. Don't ask such spot. a silly question. Yeah. No. Yeah. Have talk. you ever heard of Revere Pewter? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that considered mid-century mod? It can be. You can you know, really? put the right furnishings with it, for sure. Oh. oh yeah. Well, and that's huh. the beauty of the right color. You that know? is true. You can almost bring anything in with it. Yeah. So more specifics on... Mid-century modern. Yeah. We just covered that color. Are there other colors? Are there other things that really dictate, hey, this is kind of the mid-century modern look? Or certain elements that you're yeah, seeing this sure. exhibited in. So I You think, talked about um, front doors. Yeah, so I guess uh, extending from that, the front door, if we want to stay exterior, um, something that we did, my husband and I, is we took our columns that were straight up and down, mm-hmm. and we just put them on an angle. And even mm. just doing that um, changed the look of the house. It brought a more mid-century feel to it. So it could be as simple as that. You can bring in metals, uh, metal roof. A lot you know, of metals, um, yeah. That's a really cool look, putting those angled posts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, yeah, those are some things exterior-wise. If you wanted to do more dramatic, doing a mono roof, like even over a porch, you know what I mean by a mono? So um, just the, instead of a cathedral, mm-hmm. which would be... yeah. I'm using my hands. I hope your viewers can imagine <laughs> what I'm doing right now. Your, your viewers, see? I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. your listeners, you there and we I go. speak the same language. Yeah. Gibberish. Mr. Yeah. Hand talking over oh, yeah. there. Yeah. I do that there we all go. the time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, if you imagine my hands at a cathedral, you take one away, you have a mono roof. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, you can do that over a porch. So those are that obviously would be a little more expensive, but mm-hmm. can be as simple as what Ginger said, the door and some angled posts. Interior-wise, Ginger, you can maybe take that from, she. you know, she's got even some mid-century cool furniture in her home. So Yeah, I was going to talk about a lot of newer houses today, new build or mm-hmm. just, you know, on the market. Um, if you don't have the mid-century model feel inside, you can still bring it in with whether it's furniture or or some new light fixtures, things like that. So it's not like you have to renovate everything. Just bring in some furniture. And when I say furniture, it's like the low-sitting, kind of angled back. Raw wood, a lot of raw mm-hmm. wood. So like we put in a lot of raw, um, like live-edge shelves, things like that. Okay. Um, 
for fixtures, we did a lot of gold. My mom's probably like <laughs> you, but we no, did. I like it now. <laughs> yeah, we did a ton of gold, and a lot of people said, "Well, what you know, if you bring in gold light fixtures, what about all your silver knobs everywhere?" The mix of um, the metals are huge right now, mm-hmm. so mixing the gold and silver completely fine. If you want to change all of it, you don't have to buy all new gold. Repco Light does sell um, that spray paint that you can, you know, you can spray right over your fixtures. Mm-hmm. Obviously, take them off. Don't do it while it's on the cabinet. <laughs> right. <laughs> take them off. Spray them with the gold, and it like lasts a long time. We did it on our house, and it's even we grab it every day, and it still hasn't tarnished or anything. Yeah, you've got to do the right prep, and you've got to. Right. Resign yourself that there's going to be times you need to touch them up or or do all of that, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely an inexpensive Mm -hmm. way to Mm -hmm. get that look quickly, you know, without having to go and buy all new knobs or something like that. Yeah. I think it's funny because just last week we interviewed, we were in High Point, North Carolina, talking to somebody from Exalta Mm -hmm. in the wood finish. Well, we were talking to somebody in the wood finish division all about exactly this. They mentioned Mm -hmm. how gold is coming back and that's so hard for Mm -hmm. me to wrap my brain around Mm -hmm. you know sue i think you're you were at at least at my point then you saw it in ginger's house and you liked it Mm -hmm. but for me that's really hard to imagine and then the mixing of the metals the same thing came yeah the mixing of the metals is Mm -hmm. like a whole new concept some people can't wrap their head around it yet but if you do it right it does look good it's funny, for years we've been telling people, get rid of your brass, get rid of your brass. Right. Now we're like, oh, you <laughs> know, that's kind of cool, bring it back now. Well, it's like those it's bell like, bottoms. Like the- <laughs> I should have kept them. I'm sure I would still fit into them. I'd have to elastic the band. How old were you? <laughs> I, I, I really reached my maximum height at about eight. <laughs> then I just got well, wider. Okay. Anyway, um, Ginger, when you were talking about fixtures, like lighting fixtures, mm-hmm. are there certain things you're seeing in lighting fixtures that say mid-century modern? Not exactly. Honestly, they're like funky shaped light mm-hmm. fixtures. Okay. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I think model homes, they kind of put in very classic silver you know it's that like frosted glass right like, mm-hmm. it's it's always like funky shapes odd metals um a lot of wood brought into the light fixture which i think is a weird concept for people but like my big light fixture hanging over my dining room table is just a long piece of wood very skinny mm-hmm. and it's got a light in it and it's you mm-hmm. know it's just it's like kind a of long tube long tube yeah. yeah yeah it's very interesting to the eye mm-hmm. so and some of them might be like even just oversized <laughs> like, yeah over, yeah, that's a great point. Oversized yeah. lampshades and um, using different textures. textures. Textures, mid-century modern is all about different textures. Mm-hmm. And so odd like colors. The shag rug. Mm, yeah, that's that one of those back? things we hope never comes back. There's those <laughs> oh. things There's those things that you you're, you like to see come back, and then there's those like red shag and avocado toilets. I hope never come back. There really were avocado <laughs> toilets? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We still avocado see them every orange. once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're out there. And fridges. My parents had an yeah. avocado fridge for yeah. the longest time yeah. when I was growing up. Hope that never comes back. And a gold one. It was... <laughs> Yeah, uh, okay. we had yeah, two we had of them. Gold, we had a gold, gold one like in I'm the house, thinking. and the avocado one sat on the porch, thankfully. It wasn't metallic gold. That'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> no, it was like the harvest <laughs> like gold. Like a lot of bling in the kitchen. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> there, There is yeah. a company that still makes appliances to look yeah. Like old school, because they really? they make yeah they yeah. make like old farm fridges, but they're brand new. But they have you know the one big handle on the front. Oh, I did always top. like those. Yeah. Yes, so there I cool. I don't know if it's yeah. GE. I don't know who does it, but there are there are appliances out there you can find that are made to look old. 
Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Yep. And I'm sure there's some mid-century, mid-century modern ones. I think it's really fun that mid-century is coming back. We have been in the craftsman style era for at least 20 years. Long time. Now, a long time. We've sat mm-hmm. on that for so long. And I like I know now there's even neighborhoods that are that are mid-century home neighborhoods. In other words, that's one of the requirements that you have to build it with certain rough angles and oh, really? you know, mid-century mm-hmm. styling. Yeah, right here in Grand Rapids. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I and I know like um, some of the bigger building companies are starting to implement those plans. So I, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I agree. We have been in Craftsman for so long that it kind of feels a little bit fresh and new to see mm-hmm. see something else come about. Well, that's fun. And it, and what's also neat is what, what you talk neat. <laughs> It's pretty neato. It's groovy. Uh-huh. Again, maybe I'm in the wrong era again. But what's cool is that you don't have to do the whole house this way. And that's what you're yeah. seeing. There's no, just you don't. elements Correct. of just this. Just elements bringing just it out, so bringing some freshness. Everybody yep. can do it. No matter yep. what the style of your home is, you can yep. bring in some of these elements. You're not left out in the dark. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And as we're selling you know, homes now, it's some of those things are so easy for us to encourage people to introduce inexpensively into their home. I mean, thrift shops carry so much of this yet. Mm-hmm. You can go to Goodwill, you know, or, you know, whatever thrift mm-hmm. shop might be near you and pull in some of these elements and uh, bring out that new feeling to your home for, uh, you know, those the, those buyers that are coming through that are looking for that fresh new look, mm-hmm. even though it's, you know, might be an older 70s, 80s, 60s ranch or whatever, bringing in that new styling. And those little things can just turn them on to that house. It's it's interesting. I know. It's weird works. how the staging can really bring yeah. someone into the house, even though, you know, without all the furniture, it's still the same house. Yeah. Right. But they it draws them in yep. once they see that furnishing. And so, even if you're not selling... Right, it's a way to invig- reinvigorate. Yeah, you know, you're decorating everything, yeah. just yeah. how you yeah. feel about your own space. Right, yeah. definitely. Can that mid-century modern? Let's say someone has, you know, a really old house from the early 1900s or something. Can they still bring in that stuff, or is that oh, just yeah. way too weird? No, <laughs> well, you can bring it in and make it we've, work. Oh and, yeah, we've seen it. Match it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, the outside might be a little bit hard if mm-hmm. it's very like old yeah. farmhouse, but on the inside, you can definitely bring it in. Yeah. We saw that out west when I told you we went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. We might see an older like farm uh, farm style house or houses that actually look like kind of barns on the outside. Then they have this mono uh, roof on mm-hmm. the porch area mm-hmm. of it. It was very interesting. It took lots of pictures of house designs out there because I thought that it's coming, right? Eventually it's right. coming to West Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sue and Ginger, if any of our listeners have any questions or maybe want to get a hold of you guys to help them with this kind of thing, especially if they're looking to sell their home, how do they best do that? Yeah, thanks for that. And, and you know, they don't have to just be selling their home to call us for some ideas. We're happy to help. And so the best way to reach us is 616-723-2400. That's my cell phone and be happy to help. All right. Sue Prince, Ginger Herman, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Now, all right, just ahead, we're going to be talking about a really fun, really cool carousel horse project that we tackled. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. So, be honest, how stressed are you about our upcoming event? Um, earlier in the week, I was very stressed. Okay, you now... didn't act like you were. You told me you weren't. 
Well, that's because I got to keep you calm. I really freak calm. out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're talking about a color and design event, and we've done them in the past, mm-hmm. and we've invited architects and interior designers, and yep. then last year we did a second night where we invited homeowners, radio listeners, a few contractors, painting mm-hmm. contractors came. Yep. This year... We're changing it a little bit. We're still doing the two nights. Yep. We're still bringing, you know, one night for homeowners and kind of a DIY focus. Mm-hmm. And the second night is the same focus on color and trends and all of that. Both nights really do that. Yeah. But this time we're bringing not just interior designers and architects, but contractors and wood finishers. Mm-hmm. Basically. Everybody in the industry. Yeah, everybody in the industry. And so we bit off a little bit. <laughs> more than we can chew. Well, every perhaps. year this thing gets bigger and bigger and bigger because we think we have to outdo what we did the previous year. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we are going to open it up for our radio listeners for the first night. Yep. Soon, probably next weekend, we'll launch yeah, that. It's going to so. be November 13 mm-hmm. at the Sunnybrook Country Club in Granville. And there's going to be room for about 150 people. And. Yeah. If everything goes the way I'm hoping it will, and I think it will, you're going to want to be one of those 150 people. Yes. It's going to be that cool. I'm very excited. In fact, even if it doesn't go like I hope it will, you're still going to want to be one of those people yeah. because you can watch us crash and burn <laughs> Come on. live. Don't you know, say that. In person. <laughs> it's That's like terrifying. an escape artist. You know, you always uh-huh. want to see it, but it's right. the element of danger that makes it interesting. There is an element There's of an ele- danger. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, we're yeah. getting ready for that. And one of the things... One of the little projects, just a mm-hmm. part of it, yeah. is this crazy carousel horse that Betsy teased at the beginning that we wanted to to create for the show. Yeah, we found the one at the antique place, but like I said, it was quite expensive. Well, it, the paint was peeling off really badly, so it was going to take a lot yes, of paint work. But was it, I? I was completely you, focused. Yes, you wanted that horse so bad. The, it was I also about heavier for, than lead. Yes. I oh talked about it for weeks. Yeah, you kept thinking, oh, should we go back? Should we go back? But then we went to another thrift store mm-hmm. of sorts. And in the back hall of this thrift store, which was really odd, there was one of those little bouncy horses that we used mm-hmm. to have as kids. I fell off one of those and broke my arm when yeah. I was a little kid. My sister fell off one and needed stitches. Oh, well, see, it must be I a believe thing with my those. uncle came to our house once and I was riding it naked. <laughs> I was very little. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> that is not oh. the horse we bought. That one's been burned. <laughs> it's unusable. Thank goodness. All no, the things we, we do as children. We found this little horse, and I yeah. thought, you know what? With the paint and all the different mm-hmm. products that we've got in the store, yeah. we can turn this into a carousel horse. Right. Look-alike. Uh-huh. And so we bought it. And yes. so we've been working on it. And that's what we want to talk about. First and foremost, not because everybody's going to run out and want to do a carousel horse project. Right. But you can take this and apply it to anything you find at a Mm -hmm. mission store, a garage sale, a thrift store, an antique mall. Mm -hmm. With a little creativity and with the right products, you can really make some amazing things happen. Yeah. It it all started while you took the took the horse off of the stand with the little springs and the bouncy mm-hmm. parts and everything. And then you hacked off the handles because carousel horses don't have handles. They have right. reins and the handles and a pole that went that through his head, but also right. the holes in the side. There was yeah. wood that held, you know, that the springs went onto. Yeah. So we cut that off and that left holes in his body mm-hmm. and holes in his head. Right. <laughs> and we try, you know, you, you got to fill that and we're going to yeah. bondo that and mm-hmm. smooth it over. But filling that hole, because it was just a hole into the entire empty right, body. into a cavity. So we need to create, 
needed to create a space where we could actually get the bondo to sit. Right. And after a little bit of monkey work, mm-hmm. we figured out that corks yeah. were the perfect solution that for that. That is the key to filling all those holes. It worked so well. Just grabbed a few corks from a craft store, glued them, stuck them in the holes, and then cut them mm-hmm. when the glue dried. Yeah. Cut them flush to the surface, yep. hollowed them out a little bit so I could... Get the bondo to set in there mm-hmm. and smooth it over. We have bondo in the stores. I grabbed that. I never worked with that before. That worked went really well. Yeah, really well. Mm-hmm. Smoothed it over, sanded it up, really hard finish, and now the holes are completely invisible. Right. Now, once you've done that, you really need to be doing a really good sanding on it. 220 grit sandpaper on that plastic will work just fine. Yeah. Scuff up that surface. Make sure you wipe it down when you're done with some yeah, denatured you alcohol. You never know what little kid was riding it and what they were wearing <laughs> when they were. You want that thing well, clean. Well, that and, you know, sticky oh, fingers, them. greasy fingers, you know, little kids and That's right. touching things. Exactly. And so you need a clean surface before you start priming. We wiped it all down with denatured alcohol. Yep. Very simple, dried fast. Mm-hmm. And then we primed it. And here's the big thing. The first step is, like, like we always talk about, prep work. Yeah. All of what we've done so far is a mm-hmm. lot of prep. Right. But if you don't do this right primer, you're going to end up having it peel off because yeah. you're painting over plastic. Right. So we used XIM primer. Yeah, it's a bonding primer. It's similar to uh, the Styx primer from Benjamin Moore that we've talked about before. But this one comes in an aerosol, so it's super easy to use. Make sure you're doing this outside. And you can use that primer on, again, any hard-to-bond-to surface. Mm-hmm. Styx is another great one. We've got it in quarts and gallons, so you'd have to brush it. We didn't mm-hmm. want to brush the horse no. for this. But both of those primers are great for really tough-to-work-with situations. Mm-hmm. You know, Ask about those in the store. But once you got it primed, now it's a matter of figuring out what you want to do with the colors. Yeah, just a quick Google search will yield some great results on color schemes and things like that. Pick your main body of your horse color and then whatever colors for the saddle and the decorations that go on it. You chose, well, we chose collectively a gray with kind of a white stipply look. So it's a much softer gray. Right. And, And that's the thing that made this so much fun is all the different methods you get to use to paint Mm-hmm. You know, this horse in this instance, right. we used rag painting, mm-hmm. you know, that trend from a number of years back where yep. everybody would rag paint or uh-huh. faux finish their right. walls. All of that worked great on this horse, yeah, you know, the perfect. sponge painting and all of that to create this modeled look. Yep. So it's not just one solid color. We used the sample pints from Benjamin Moore yeah. where we could get a bunch of colors in small amounts mm-hmm. and they covered well. Yeah. And they went on well, and they're going to hold up well. That that was the nice thing about using those. Right. There's one more really cool product by Benjamin Moore that I just want to throw out there. It's called Molten Metallics, and it has it almost looks like a mottled look once it dries. But like a hammered metal. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it looks like hammered metal when it dries. It comes in like a copper and a gold and a silver and a bronze and all different things like that. But it's so smooth when it goes on, and it just has this really brilliant look. So it's kind of cool for some of those little accents on the horse. Right. The whole thing is in process. Yes. But we're having a ton of fun with it. Mm-hmm. I'm working at home with it. It's just a lot of fun to take something that you'd never dream could look this cool and with the right products, right. turn it into something really amazing. We'll post some pictures so you can see how it goes and we'll keep yeah. updating it as we go. Right. And we'll have it at the show. So you definitely want to snag some tickets for that so you can check it out. Absolutely. The big thing to take away from all of this is mm-hmm. that with some creativity and the right paint products and the right advice and information... You can really do all kinds of stuff that you never thought you'd pull off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there you go. It's over, Betsy. It is. We've only got seconds left. If you want to check this one out again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. 
I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you turn that thrift store find into the foundational element of your life. Really? What, what, it's, what it's all been missing. Um, Probably not that. Yeah, I would guess not. Yeah, there's bigger things that fill that uh-huh. spot. Yeah. But this will help. Sure. It'll be a nice accent. There you go. That's better. Thanks for listening.